0: Oh, jumping the gun it's your boy <laughs> Roshan Gomez you're listening to the Rumah Roy podcast we have a guest as you can you could, you would have heard um, she's a a, a a friend she's a mother she's a wife she's a woman she's a, a, a employee she's a citizen of the country what else are you? I'm a
1: corporate
0: you're Muslim I'm
1: Muslim Malay I'm
0: a corporate slave a corporate slave um Anything else?
1: I'm a slave to you're God. You're a daughter.
0: A slave to God. Wow, that's an interesting uh, concept. Oh, wow.
1: okay. That's ha- an
0: interesting concept.
1: Happy New Year!
0: Happy New Year, everybody. I mean, technically, you're going to listen to this um, mid-Gen, but um, yeah, Happy New Year. Happy
1: New Year.
0: This is our first uh, interview of the year. It might be our last interview of the year, looking at how things go.
1: No, I don't say that. Like. Choy, choy, choy. Touch
0: wood, touch wood.
1: Touch
0: wood. Uh, I to talk to a friend. I want to start this year off with a friend, so I called Putri, a fan favorite, one of our early early guests, if you remember. But no Jeremy this time. No
1: Jeremy, what happened to him?
0: (sighs) Legend says he's around, but I don't know where. (laughs) That's
1: so sad. But he's
0: coming in the end of this month. All right. He's coming with his friend, uh, who I don't.
1: He's here in spirit, lah. Yeah. He's here No, but he's
0: coming in a month with uh, Natusha, who's his friend. Uh, okay. I don't I know, think...
1: I know Natusha.
0: I don't think they're just friends. <gasps> I think oh, there's sure. a budding romance there.
1: Oh my god. That, when did Rumor Roy become like a gossip platform?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you're with friends here. <laughs> That's what I live for. I live for the tea. How are you? How are things?
1: I'm good. I've just been working from home since October. Mm. I, kept, I keep telling my husband... Was my office even real? Were my colleagues even real? I have not seen
0: them in so long. you're still working from home.
1: I'm still working from home since October. And like if you count the number of months I worked from home in 2020, it was more than the number of times, number of months I was in the office. Damn. Yeah. That's how bad it was. But but it was good because I got to spend time with my son. I saw him grow up.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yes. I like working from home. Because I have a maid also.
0: So, that mm. helps. So, in a in a perfect world, do you think you would be working?
1: In a perfect world, can… Like, know,
0: let's… No, I'll
1: be a Tai Tai. If my serious? Husband, yeah! What? what I want to know what woman doesn't want to be a Tai Tai. I want to meet this person. What
0: I have found is girls… I mean, I'm generalizing, of course. Mm. Uh, girls, before they start working, all want to become, like, independent. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think I, I agree. <laughs> but after they get married, they're like, screw this. Yeah,
1: I want to just… <laughs> Just just go to spas. I want to just, right. you know, do my nails. And no. then my husband just pays for everything. <laughs> That's like the easy, like, why didn't I just want to be a Tai Tai?
0: <laughs> but okay, to be fair also, I think Tai Tai has a bit of a to word. Because Tai Tai is not the same as housewife.
1: No, it's not. Yeah.
0: No. So Tai Tai is basically, you don't do anything. I don't
1: do anything. I have a maid to do all the cleaning. <laughs> yeah. I maybe even have a chef. I maybe even have a driver to <laughs> drive the kids around. I just... Lift,
0: you know yeah so I know a lot of my my girlfriends say that mm. but I, I do genuinely believe like if you're we more serious they would actually be okay being a housewife like I think more than anything they want to see their children grow up I think that's the big thing okay I might be wrong
1: Okay, la, that's part of it also. La. But like part of it is also just, you know, waking up whenever you want and then calling up your friends and going, Hey, that's hefty. Oh, okay, let's have tea. Okay. We meet at Majestic Hotel. Let's have tea, you know <laughs> have the
0: multiple I,
1: I know people who live their lives like that and I go, My God, that's new. I okay. don't know, but but so don't their own.
0: But we need, don't we? All need like a sense of like I don't know, purpose. Don't we need something to?
1: Yeah, but that's fight the best against? part. If, if, if the, the only time you can actually fulfill that that purpose is when you're a Thai Thai, right? When you don't have to worry about your money. So for example, right? Like I want, I've I've always wanted to volunteer in all these charity organizations. You know, talk to. Talk to um, orphans and stuff like that. Spend right. time with them. When do I have the time to do that now? You tell me. There's
0: a great charity that you can easily contribute to. The rumor Roy podcast. Ha, ha, ha,
1: <laughs> ha,
0: ha, ha. Just a simple bank account.
1: I know but like... But like, if you really ask me like... In a perfect world, what would I do? I would really, really just be spending time with orphans. Or like just, just, just going into, You know, all the... All the B40 homes and like talk to... Like help, I I like to, uh, like I I I feel like a lot of my mission in life revolves around women. I like to talk to abused women, hear them out. I mean, I I like to help them out, advise them and stuff. But I don't have the time to do that. When do I have the time to do that? When I'm a Thai Thai.
0: <laughs> okay, but us growing up, we grew up in middle income sort of families, right? We, I mean, we didn't suffer. You no. know, it's not like we. There were days where we were. We it's not like we know the pain of being, of starving. Right? No, right? we don't. But we had enough struggles to sort of form our characters. I kind of sympathize for like uh, kids who grow up and everything is sorted for them and they don't have any challenges in life. They sort of become either entitled or like really, really naive. And so, it, by extension, as us as adults, I think sometimes we want such a happy kind of life. We want everything to kind of go according to our the way we want it. But sometimes not having enough is good. Sometimes having struggles is good. Right?
1: I I agree. But there are times when I go... You know, I, when I look back at my childhood and I go... I'm very happy that my parents were able to afford... To, um, to send me to piano classes, for example. I was very, very grateful that my parents were able to... To afford to send me to tuition classes. And money plays a role like... Okay, my point of me saying all this is... Struggles, yes. But... But... Too much struggles... I think will also affect the kid. So, I know people from our high school... Who couldn't afford to go tuition. Right. And it just like... It showed in their studies, you know. And like... It's, it's very in that sense. So, I don't know. As a parent, I guess I will try my best. I think I think any parent will try their best to just pay and try to afford whatever the kid wants. You know, I think that's natural of parents to do that. I don't know. I don't. I I don't have this. Maybe not now. Maybe not now. Maybe when I see that my sons have spoiled bread, maybe I'll try to do that. But for now, I have this mindset that goes, you know, I need to earn money to be able to afford whatever Ezra wants. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah.
0: No, but like if because we were talking about you living as a Thai Thai, and mm-hmm. I guess my point is <laughs> my dream la. My point is. If you lived as a Thai Thai, it, even if you got to do all the things that you wanted, it might not be the best thing for you because you won't be challenged. True,
1: true. You know, it, like,
0: I, what I mean is like, as children, we were challenged. No, like, I get
1: it. I do. No, but like, then then maybe that's why I'm not a Thai Thai because God knows it will corrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> My maybe, life as a Thai Thai maybe. will corrupt me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I
1: agree, I agree. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, So, yes, to each their own.
0: Yeah. Another reason why I wanted to talk to you is because I think you're really fascinating. I really, really find you a very interesting person. Um, Is
1: that another word for weird?
0: (laughs) I think I'm weird.
1: I think I'm weird too, Roshan. That's why we're friends. (laughs) We are friends probably. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we have a lot of weird friends as well. We have a
1: lot of weird friends as well. (laughs)
0: Actually, if you really think about it, all our friends are really, really weird.
1: Yeah, that's very, very true. (laughs) And I think our weirdness, it's like an atom, right? They they just like, they bond together. And I always find it
0: so fascinating that in this random school, we somehow managed to (laughs) meet each other. SMK, Panta, Sri, Damansara duo.
1: Thank god we didn't date each other. Like, we, the whole well, group didn't interdate each other. Can you imagine the children?
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, we dated people in school. But I think…
1: I think the core group is fine. The,
0: I think… <laughs> I think… Because this core group was assembled, actually… Okay,
1: let's… Okay. Uh, thankfully, none of us procreated. Oh and we didn't Lord. get… <laughs> we didn't get equally weird children. So, Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yes. Let's talk about my weirdness. You were, thinking
0: yeah, you were going I mean, on about Yeah, I mean, you're really weirdness. really interesting. Uh, just, I think in the la- last podcast when we 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 spoke, we spoke about you being Muslim, right? Mm. And I said something actually that after when I listened to it afterwards, I kind of regretted. What? Um, I said I think I was saying like how you were religiously in terms of your religion, you're conservative, uh, but your politics were more uh, progressive, and so I said like how your I considered like you and so-called inverted commas people like you as like like normal Muslims. <laughs> like, oh, I gave I, a, such, I really you said that I
1: didn't know. That.
0: Something like that, and I I gave such this is so long ago. I I, yeah. I vaguely remember this, and I said something like I think Jeremy didn't understand what I was saying. So far. as an example, I use the example of like Muslims, for example, who uh, don't eat pork but drink drink alcohol. I use that uh-huh, as an example, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then looking back. I think that was a bit of a weird statement because, to be fair, no one can have a monopoly over your your religion, right? I'm really not in a position. I mean, arguably lah, I'm not in a person position to say whether you're Muslim or not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you truly believe you're Muslim,
2: yeah,
0: that that that's your personal conviction. Yeah. Whether you're a bad Muslim or not, yeah. again, is a discussion, right? Yeah. But it's not really something. So that's
1: something that we can say.
0: Yeah, and at least. Say so flippantly lah. Because, you know, you might, to be fair, um, drink alcohol, eat pork, but in every other thing, you might be, you know, you might believe in the... uh, uh, You know, I can give an example. Dave Chappelle, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, Dave Chappelle, the Mm -hmm. comedian. Mm. So, he drinks, right? Mm. But he talks about the beauty of Islam in his, uh, like, interviews. Mm. But he says that he's such a bad example of a Muslim. Mm. And he says... The reason why he doesn't talk about Islam is because he's afraid people are going to associate his bad habits with the religion. Mm. But so you can see someone who clearly is trying. Mm. You know someone who understands their inconsistencies and contradictions and that's part of a, a, a person's faith life lah. Yeah. And so for you to just like from the outside just judge someone whether no, yeah. they're drinking or not drinking, eating or not eating, it's it's a bit immature lah.
1: Yeah. Right? I think I think then if you were to correct yourself then the word would be I'm not the typical Muslim that you usually see in Malaysia, right? Because, because I view... And I think I practice my religion also in a very personal way. Mm. I don't follow a crowd. I mean, okay. So, in Islam, right? There's To, to a certain extent, you do have... To refer to so there are many types of schools in Islam, you know. For example, in the most popular one in Southeast Asia is the Shafi'i school. Mm. So they view and analyze Islam in a certain way. Mm. And then but if you go to other parts of the world, there are other schools and they, yeah, like they what,
0: uh, what, uh, Maliki. Uh,
1: Hanafi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there, there are other types of schools and, and, and stuff. And Macham, yeah, to a certain extent you do look to their to their writings to find some guidance, but but I guess in I agree with you that I'm different in the sense that I do approach my religion in a very as much as I do refer to to their writings, I do look at it in a very personal way and in, in a very individualistic way, mm. and 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 to many people that's weird, yeah, right? Because because a lot of the things that we were taught in school, unfortunately, we were taught religion through fear. You know, if you don't do what what all these experts say or if you don't agree what these experts say, you go to hell. Like, I've gotten that statement so many times.
0: Right. No, but like, I, the thing I was trying to say was I felt like if you really wanted to sort of reform Islam or not even reform, bring it back to what it was meant to be lah. Let's say. Let's say it's been perverted or let's say it's been over-institutionalized or whatever, right? Let's say lah, right? Mm. I I would argue that your method is... The best method that can reach out to everybody.
1: Is to be individualistic in that sense.
0: Not only that, because I feel like your politics, your social views are informed by your religion. Not, it's not like your politics informs your religion. You get what I'm saying?
1: I do. I, I get what you mean. But but at the same, as much as I as much as again, in a perfect world, that would be ideal, but. See, the thing is, I've, I'm slowly learning that my approach to religion doesn't work for everybody and it may not even be the best if you want to teach the masses about religion or if you want to lead the masses to religion, you know. Right. But why do you say that? So, so I started this thing, right? It's called Quran Qutis, right? which we, yes, which we discussed. Yes, of course. Yeah, famous. So, yeah. The
0: Quran QTS with girls. a Q.
1: Yeah, so I started this Quran QTS thing where, where, you know, we sit down and we talk about uh, we 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 read the quran verse by verse and then we read the the history behind each verse right so there's a reason behind every the uh, behind why every verse was brought down and and it's really difficult right when you want to approach religion in a very individualistic way in your own personal way there's a lot of readings there's a lot of re- one is a lot of reading and second is very it's very deep religion religion is religion is very deep in one in one level but when you go to the quran and when you really want to try and understand why this was brought down the reasoning behind it the philosophy behind it there's so many articles there's so many arguments so there's so many views on one particular verse so and and you and sometimes i can understand why people get overwhelmed by by reading the quran or re, or even reading the bible right cuz yeah. yeah there's there's so many layers to it and and, you know, when you take a step back and you go, okay, how are you even going to teach this to your kids, right? It's really complex. And that's when you suddenly see the wisdom behind certain things. Like, then, then I start to see the wisdom behind maybe why my saying say, just, just follow it. You know, because it's so complicated to explain to yeah. a kid, right? Or like, maybe sometimes a way for and ustad or Ustazah to try and discipline the kid. Because there are a lot of things in the Quran where you just have to do. And you don't even know why. Like, for example, why do you have to solar in a certain way? I don't know. Right. Maybe there's a science to it. I don't know. But the Prophet did it that way and you just have to comply with it. And if you really want to just entertain all these questions, the kid's just going to get really frustrated. So, you know, I can understand. I'm not saying it's right, but I can understand why a lot of Teachers and a lot of leaders did what they did right. because there are certain things where, especially people who are not well read, mm. right? They, they can get they can get really overwhelmed and to some maybe even get turned off by religion. So yeah, yeah, my approach is not for everybody, and it mm. may not be the best to lead um, the mass and and you know the, the mass of people. Most people in this world are not.
0: But that's the thing. The but still your I feel like the basis of your... Like you're truly trying to understand this. Like,
1: I really am trying. Remember, yeah. Roshan is super hard. I'm not joking. Because
0: it... it it it's it it, it challenges your own personal worldviews.
1: It, it's... Um, not all of it. But... But for me, it's really difficult because... Because there are a lot of things that I still... Can't find answers to. For example, I don't understand... Like, I know there are gender roles, right? And yep. yeah, so to a, to a certain extent, sometimes I wonder, for example, why God didn't just expressly say, oh, you know, women can work now. Back then, maybe women cannot work. But yeah. now women can. And you know, there are certain verses. For example, okay, let's just take the easiest example. Like the, the verse about um women having to wear the headscarf, right? So it's really vague. Mm. In the sense that it, all it says is, uh, let your headscarf cover your bosoms if you want to trans- translate it in English, right? And I go like, God, why do you have to write it like that? You know, why couldn't you just have been expressed? And and in that, those, it, 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 it is those vague verses that kind kind of frustrates me and makes it difficult. Right. Especially if especially if my son were to ask me, right? Or if my daughter, if I have a daughter one day and if she were to ask me, so do I need to wear the headscarf or not? I'll just sigh and go like, I think it's a personal thing where mm-hmm. you have to decide between God, and and I think that's the best answer I can give. Unfortunately,
2: right, right, right,
1: right. But maybe maybe that's the beauty of religion as well. It's meant to be a very personal thing for right. for one. I mean, it's a, it's your own relationship with God, right?
0: I mean, so. I think like with everything, there's always like these traditions that are passed on. They're kind of like te- tried and tested methods that yeah. have worked for a lot of people. Yeah, but. It, when it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it, it will turn out that it doesn't work for every single person. And maybe how we deal with the, those people who who don't want or don't vibe with it is important. Yeah, like, yeah. Like we tend to... So we get all these things that are passed down that we know are good for the community. And then when one person doesn't like to do it, then we ostracize that person. Yeah. And that's not really cool. That's, that's
1: not... Yeah. yeah. So while while I disagree with how people have been teaching religion to a certain extent, when you actually go deep into religion and you and you comp- and you think of how you want to apply it in a supposedly Islamic state, mm-hmm. you understand why people do the, what they do lah. Right. You understand, but that doesn't mean it's right.
0: No, but that's again, coming it back. Doesn't, it doesn't but that's mean my it's right. main point. I really think you as you and Inverted commas people like you are so important because you can have the conversations in a very um a very r- sincere, real way because you both understand the conserv so called conservative Muslims and why they do what they do, but you also have the ability or empathy to understand those who have been isolated.
1: But that's the problem, right? People like me can't lead. We can't make a decision. Why? Yeah. How are you? How? Yeah. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? Maybe um, what you're meant to do is just Draft prom- the law.
0: Maybe what you're meant to do is not really lead but promote the sort of maybe you are meant to be the bridge between these like two. You know, you have the really liberal Muslims. And when I mean mean liberal Muslims, I'm not saying they're not Muslims, but from my view, sometimes, and this happens in Christianity and all other religions, mm. they use religion as a means to fulfill their their politics or mm. their, their worldviews.
2: Yeah.
0: And then there's, of course, the other extreme, which yeah. is the ultra-conservative uh, persons who sees things in such rigid, narrow ways and they don't accept every anything else outside that. They don't, they're don't. they not open to any uh, change, la, right? Yeah. And that's also very, very difficult. So, yeah, I, I totally understand uh, where you're you're at. Yeah.
1: So, you know, do, do people like, is my way of thinking actually the right way to lead a country? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Because, because it, it, it's the same argument with academicians, right? Academicians always debate, 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 debate but you don't actually have an answer. Right. Yeah. So, sometimes, as a leader, you need to make an answer. It, it may not satisfy everybody. It may not even be a middle ground. You just have to have an answer. You just have to set up a law. That kind of thing. So, yeah. it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. I think my approach is… is, is will favour academicians more because they like the whole debate. And they like the whole… Oh, you know, let's see it from this point of view argument. Let's see it from this point of view argument. But it, does, it won't… It won't suit people who just want an answer. Right. Can I do this? Can yeah. I not do this? Yeah. You
0: know? So, yeah. Yeah, I was just looking through my phone because there was this word I read the other day and I thought it, uh, it was a word that described me, I felt quite perfectly. Mm. It's called vacillation. What's I don't that? know whether I'm pronouncing correctly but it, the definition is, is the inability to decide between different opinions or actions. So like you keep on going left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah. And I honestly feel like that all the time. Yeah. So sometimes it's so so tricky. But yeah. again it's because you empathize. You you have the ability you to
1: empathize, empathize and you see two views but you cannot make a decision. Like, like I think for you you can make a decision for yourself. Yeah. Right? But if you're in a position where you're in a leadership position. Yeah.
0: No it's like you're stuck between the mind and the heart. Like intellectually you can understand this position. Yeah. But your heart can also understand the yeah. other position. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people tend to just go in one group. Yeah. You know either they just feel and they don't think or they think and they don't feel and
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why that's why we can't be like like you know those, those like Hitler. Right. He knows what he wants.
0: Yeah. He he
1: doesn't care, he knows what he wants, he makes a decision. And that's what I wouldn't say he's a good leader, but he was a leader. People follow him. Right. You know, or like you compare like, with 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 all the great leaders, you know, they they just know what to do. They don't care what people think. Yeah. They make that decision. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, for me... It's, again, like, I find you interesting because... <coughs> I wonder how you you sort of deal with so-called contradictions. That, for example, you consider yourself a feminist. You're 100% girl power. Yeah. But then, Islam has in many ways been always uh, interpreted as a sexist religion. Mm. I, I mean, and so, so has Christianity to a certain extent. But in particular, Islam, I think because of like the four wives... And things like that. And I think Islam is more uh, stricter on uh, men taking a leadership role. Whereas Christianity has sort of changed with... Well, not really changed. La, but, you know, has been secularized to a certain extent, right? Yeah. So, like even for... I know my Malay friends, like girls, will ask permission from their husbands. To mm. do particular things, right? Mm. I'm not. I'm not sure about you. Whether you do that, mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just dyed my hair, so no. <laughs> yeah, but so
0: I, I know. I'm sure. Do you know your friends? Any of your friends? Yeah, do yeah, that? yeah, yeah. very yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. well aware of. Yeah, yeah it's friend, quite yeah.
0: common. But if I were to talk to some of my non-Malay friends, for example, I tell them that they would say that is the most sexist thing they've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and so I wonder how you square, like those two things, you know.
1: I think so. Okay, I. This is my personal view, right? Mm. Which Again, I can't even advise people on this. Because it's such a personal thing. Mm. And like... Which is why I can never be a religious leader, I guess. Um,
0: I was still, No, I think that's why you should I be a religious leader. I can't make that Putri, decision. this podcast is to get you to go <laughs> <What> become <I laughs> a religious leader.
1: <laughs> no. So like in my personal view, I will always just ask... Okay, let's talk about my pink hair. Right? I dyed my hair pink. Sorry, you can't no, see do, it do, now. Do you
0: have like... Uh, I know... To be a prophet, you have to be a man, right? But do you have like really important uh, Muslim, female Muslim like writers in terms of teachings? Is there anybody?
1: Oh, I didn't bring my book. There hmm. are a lot. Oh, there are a lot, right? I, there are a lot. So, I, I just think remember. you're going to be one of them. <laughs> oh my god. Well, okay. My personal favourites will be uh, Aisha. Right. The, one of Prophet Muhammad's wives. The, right. he, she wrote a huge chunk of his hadith. Oh, right? He And she was very progressive. Nice. So uh, and then there's Fatima, his daughter. Yeah. Actually, I just so, and Khadija, his wife. Yeah. So those are the top three, like those are the top three most famous, you know.
0: Yeah, Khadija is his first wife. Yeah.
1: And they they uh, were an elder all
0: woman to him. And the controversy. What and controversy? she was what? richer. I mean, even now, you know, guys won't uh date or marry older and they won't uh marry or date a girl who's doing better than them.
1: Yo, yeah. What long have you been meeting?
0: Hundred Three. 100% This is a common thing okay, la, One know. of the One of the common questions uh, you, you can ask a guy mm. Are you okay If your wife Earns more than you And it's an issue That guys have to deal with
1: Okay okay, I agree I agree There are a lot of men Who are like that But like I'm really thankful I'm not Surrounded by that I wouldn't say all la. Mm. I wouldn't say all men But I know some men Who are Who Who, who get touchy About that subject and, but, I,
0: okay. and to be fair I don't think it's a bad thing la, Right I don't think so
1: I think it's a bad thing. It isn't, I think it's I, an issue of ego, right? Okay, let's take a step back, right? Okay, Let's take a step back. So, your question was, how do I personally deal with, yeah. you know, having… How do you reconcile? Re- how do I re- Personally, personally, yeah. Personally, how I reconcile is, I feel like there should be a level of, re- of respect for your husband as the leader of your family. <laughs> and because in… And, and I have to admit this, right? Throughout the Quran, men are always given more responsibilities. Right. Throughout, throughout the Quran, right? Um, they are, they are the, they are the people who are supposedly in charge of finance. That's why, if you follow Farrah Eight Law, they get more, they get more money in terms of inheritance. Um, supposedly, but, but I feel like the Quran at the same time, at the same time, has also, and again, this is my personal view. It may not. A lot of people disagree with this. At the same time, I feel like the the Quran is so ambiguous mm. to to the extent where they. Where God did not say, no, I'm not saying that women can't. I'm just saying if by default, it should be the men. But I'm not saying women can't. So for example, right? The Farah issue. You can contract out of it. You can contract contract out of it, um, out of the fire issue, and let the women get most of the property if you want. You can like sign a waiver, or you can you can do this thing where you hiba. So before you die, you just you just gift all your property to your daughter, for example, and your son gets nothing. It can happen mm. if your son's that irresponsible. It can happen. So I feel like I feel like personally in my religion, God is trying to say, look, by default, the man should do it, mm. and um. And I think that has been kind of like a, a a role for men throughout throughout the years in Islam. Like they are the prophets; they are the ones who lead. You know, women tend to just follow at, at, at that point and give birth at that point in time, right? But but it is ambiguous enough to provide for current circumstances where women can work, women can be more responsible than men, and women can be smarter. Than the men in terms of finance, yeah. it is ambiguous to the extent to allow for that. Right. Yeah. So because because if you notice, nothing in the Quran says women can't deal with finance. Yeah. There's no. There are already express prohibitions in the Quran, but there are no express prohibitions about how women. So you know, you get. Yeah. I mean, you know how God works. Yeah. Like that. I
0: I honestly for lawyer. me, I think men should be leaders in their families mm. because they need to be leaders. Mm. I think that's even in, to be fair even christianity has that the teaching where men should be the leaders in the household but christianity in the bible is even more vague like the own, the words that's always quoted is wives you have to be obedient to your husbands husbands you have to be able to die for your wives that, that's one of the most famous like in weddings they will say but now in weddings no one uses that verse anymore because it's f- so controversial yeah but i feel like i feel like that verse is more for men I feel like men have this, like, I don't know, innate desire or need to protect and, and to lead. And when they don't, I do feel like there's a sense of helplessness. Lah. That, that I foresee that as we continue this, through this traje- trajectory and it's already started, mm. men are going to feel more and more useless. And they're mm. men are going to have an identity crisis. <laughs> for sure. I'm really, very yeah. sure. I just don't know whether there's a way we're going to be able to jump from that and move forward or whether we're going to have to come back. To,
1: yeah okay, so I agree that I agree that most and I'm not saying all of sure. course there are exceptions, of course, most men have this innate desire to lead. I agree that most men have this innate desire to also take care hmm. right to care and to protect right. to protect um their family in a different way you know in a different way than the than the woman I think yeah so for example, let's take the father and the mother role, right. My innate way to protect my son is so completely different than how my husband... Than how my husband sees how he should protect the family, you know. Um, mm, uh, I uh, I will say that that I tend to worry more about whether, whether... Oh, is Ezra getting enough of this? Is Ezra getting enough of that? Mm. My husband would think more on a bigger picture. He'll go like, Oh, wait. Um, uh, is our house... Uh, quick proof or you know that kind of thing is it yep. fireproof or is it you know there are different I don't know I, I, I guess I'm not saying all men and women are, not, are, are like this but I do feel like they have a different way of seeing the world and yeah I get I get why gender roles then come into play la, yeah and,
0: right? and that's the beauty right where a child can have these sort of different modes of care and and so it's a more balanced yeah. uh, uh, um, sort of worldview yeah and of course like everything I say there's always exceptions la. you know there are and when we talk about leadership, that's the thing. Leadership does not necessarily mean the guy orders the girl and tells her what to do. Yeah, or no. you need to give permission. Or, or, no, it yeah. doesn't. Ha- that's that can that actually can become tyrannical. Yeah, and men are not meant to be tyrannical. Yeah, they're, they're meant. It's a servant type of leadership, right? Yeah, and like even my uh, friends who are girls, like uh, they have told me they have learned when they are dating to let the guy do things for them. You know, it's like one of the big things that they have learned throughout the dating, because guys just need to feel useful for some reason. I don't know. Is maybe, that how you feel, Roshan? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah? I, I know that when people come to me for with with problems, mm. I always want to fix it for them. And sometimes that's not what they need. They need someone to hear them.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, honestly, I feel that's the difference within, for that's a true. lot of men and that's women. That's
1: true. And women tend to be more the, the empathetic carrier. Yeah, no? they
0: tend to listen. Yeah. They tend yeah. to listen more. Uh, and so I've learned like you know I always thought I was very empathetic but I've realized also there's a part of me that is also very problem-solving like when someone comes with a problem I say okay we're going to do this we're going to do this we're yeah. going to do this you know like for example a friend reached out to me and he told me that he she told me that they were struggling with um, uh, depression right with sadness mm. deep 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 sadness I said, mm. okay first step you know <laughs> you're going to wake up you're going to do a to-do list when you do the to-do list, <laughs> you're gonna check out each one, and that's already gonna give you like a, a boost to your confidence because you're 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 crossing out things on your checklist. You know, I yeah. g- gave that person immediately things to do yeah. to make them like, yeah. okay, you're gonna feel better, Oh, you're gonna start exercising every day because then you're gonna have a dopamine hit. You know, we're gonna get this. We're gonna we're gonna sort this out for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But maybe what that person needed was just to like, oh. Or a hug, yeah. Or to just say like, "Oh man, that sucks that you're going through that," but yeah. know I'm here for you if you need anything.
1: Yeah, and girls, most girls again, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Most yeah. girls tend to be better on the letter. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I get it. I do get why God put it in their verses <laughs> that there's a general and everything. I get it, but at the same time, I'm I'm also saying God allows for exceptions.
0: And yeah. I think the reason why those verses might be a bit more weak is because God also allows for um, development or interpretation yeah. as times change.
1: Yeah, and exceptions, as I said, exceptions yeah. because there are some. There, some husbands are just useless. You know, they just don't protect. They're just irresponsible. Definitely. So that's why God didn't prohibit women from mm. taking care from from being the leader of family and all. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or like like times now yeah. where it's almost like imp, not. It's very 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 difficult to have a single parent income. Am I saying that right? S- oh yeah,
1: I don't know any I don't have I don't know any of my friends who have who have a single parent income.
0: Is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, lah. Yeah. Income coming from a single partner. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know no. I I think all my friends all my friends work. Mm. I don't know even the housewives have some form of side income. Yeah. not, not that I don't know any housewives who or yeah. house husbands who like, don't earn anything. Our
0: friend Raihan, Mary Kay Consultant. Oh, right. Shout out.
1: All Rahan. right. <laughs> I, I, X- told Rahan,
0: I told Raihan that she needs to freaking sponsor this podcast. This is <gasps> the second time we're going to shout her out. Yeah, I, bought, I bought stuff from her for my mom you, for Christmas. What
1: about you? You don't want for yourself. <laughs> is your skin already perfect? Yeah. Oh. I, I.
0: How can you improve on perfection?
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs>
0: um, I also like that you occasionally text me and ask me about Christianity. I think that's so cool.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Cause, because because I mean, and cutest you see, and yeah. sometimes I have to present
0: yeah. on
1: a certain verse, and I go like, wait, how do Christians see it? If I if I would just wanna know because if but it's, it's the same, so, it's so
0: cool that you you even in your discussions you're looking at Christianity's… Version or interpretation. Should
1: la. I think it's. I think it's only right that you do a. Comp- I love comparative research. I right. think. I think comparative research really brings. A, like you really learn from comparative research, right? And especially when it comes to religion, when we're so called, you know, from the same Abraham. Yeah, Abrahamic, Abrahamic line. line. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting. I have brought certain Christian perspectives into my discussions but not many because I don't know. Mm. Is it, it
0: received well? Or do you yeah, get yeah,
1: that? yeah. They get that. People in my... I mean, I purposely chose people in the Quran to be very open and all. And yeah, they get it. They do.
0: Mm, 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 mm. That's cool. I mean, uh, I remember talking to a preacher and he told me that he he reads the Quran because <coughs> he finds... The stories about Jesus and Mary, because there are stories in the Quran about Jesus and yeah. Mary that are not in the Bible. Mm. So yeah, yeah, <coughs> it adds to mm. you know it adds to our understanding of to Jesus the picture and
1: of what like, happened. Yeah, actually,
0: like I think he told me, and I'm not sure whether it is true, but there was a story in the Quran where Jesus resurrects a bird or animal. I
1: haven't gotten there yet, but I think so. Yeah, I actually remember reading something
0: like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He told me about that, and I was like, wow, that gives a, like a different, different dynamic. You know, because you grew up listening to the same stories about Jesus over and over again. Then suddenly you hear like a different perspective and it's also a religious book. It's quite interesting. La. Yeah.
1: Do, do Do we have the same story about Adam and Eva? I wonder.
0: I, I think the only difference, uh, this is not in the Bible, but I remember in school I learned that for Muslims, Muslims believe that the apple got stuck and that's where mm. the Adam's apple comes from. I don't know whether that's true. And it's something about that the eating the apple also causes Eve to have a period, I think. I think. Is that wrong? Some A Muslim friend told me that. Let me just say.
1: I don't think that is in the Quran. Right. But I can fact check that. But I don't. So, okay. A lot of the, the stories, like you have to really take it with a pinch of salt because a lot of it was not expressive from the Quran. But I might be wrong.
0: Right. So, so like, what's the Quran story?
1: I've only read the one in Al Baqarah so far that I've really, really researched on, which was really about how they just dwelled in it and how Satan allowed them to slip from it and they fell. No, I was always wonder I always wondered whether in Christianity you guys always believe that Adam was always meant to eat apple. Do you guys believe that?
0: Oh, you, you're talking about like predestination, like whether
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man, that's I think in Christianity that's something that's really debated.
1: In, in Islam, there's a huge theory about how Adam was always meant to eat the apple because that's what human beings were. We were a creature of imperfection. And it, and so this was one thing that I, I recently learned and I always wondered whether Christianity and, and Judaism always saw it uh, the same way. So you know how when God... So this was in the Quran. When God created man, the angels asked... God, like, why do you and 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 when when God created man, God said to the angels that I'm gonna put him as a caliph on this earth. A caliph means like an authority, like mm. the, the leader of this earth. And the angels then asked, the angels then asked God, you know, why you know this is a creature that not only destroys the earth, that's capable of destroying the earth, but it's also capable of destroying each other. Mm. And and God always said, and God answered them, I know that which you do not. Mm. Right, and it just so happens that right after that, uh, Adam ate the apple, and after Adam ate the apple, God taught him how to repent, and then he repented. And oh yeah, one thing that, one thing that was also in the Quran was the angels asked, why do you, the angels asked God, why do you even create men when you have us? Mm. Right, we we are, we we listen to everything that you say. Yeah. We are we, 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 we praise right. you. We, we, we declare your sanctity and everything. Why do you want to create men? And then God answered that. I don't know that. you do not. And I always... There's one theory in Islam where, you know, our imperfection is what's needed to complete this universe. So, I don't know. But we were always meant to be a creature of imperfection in the sense that we'll always be constantly making mistakes no matter what. As opposed to the angels. When you tell the angels mm. bow, they'll bow. Right? right when right. you tell men, it will go... Mm. Right, so yeah. like, so there's one theory to go that 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 says that one of the things that makes human beings much better than angels is mm. that we are able to decide to do good as opposed to us being wired to do good like mm. the angels are I don't know I, I do you guys believe
0: that i I don't think we believe that we are meant to be imperfect beings, so like what what I've learned from Christianity is mm. that. Adam and Eve were supposed to like kind of share love with God. So God loves Adam, Adam loves Eve, Eve loves God, God loves Adam. It's a mutual sharing of love. Mm -hmm. And even the way Adam and Eve loved one another, Mm -hmm. it was like a pure type of love. Mm -hmm. So but that tree of knowledge is there. And so that's the aspect where you say there must be an option because love is a choice, right? Yeah. So they have to choose to... To, right. to to not eat that 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 tree. That's why that tree is there. Yeah. And it's the tree of knowledge, not like wisdom. Like you could know a lot of things, but it doesn't mean you understand anything. Right? So that's why it's specific to knowledge. Okay. And so when they ate that apple or fruit or whatever, for the first time, they had all the knowledge of how to use one another. This was
1: in the Bible. Uh
0: Yeah. I mean, like for example, I mean, some of it is like uh, hermeneutics. I mean like, you, in, you can infer from the reading. Like for example, mm. why does Adam and Eve cover themselves mm. w- right after they eat, right? Yeah. And so actually, why if you read it and you understand it, what the author is trying to say is for the first time, for the f- first ever time, Adam looked at Eve and he looked at her in like a gatal way. He like looked at her in a way that I can use you. Like you know, if you're on a train and a guy looks at you in a disgusting way, yeah, that was the first time. And Eve saw that in Adam. He saw all the ways that they could use one another. And for the first time, instead of just giving love, they knew all the ways to take love. And that kind of created a deficit in the middle. They're just taking, taking, taking. Okay. You know? so, so then, yeah. yeah, that That's the understanding. So, not that they were meant to be imperfect. They were always just meant to be in communion with God. But then they decided to go their own way. And when they did that that source of love is no longer lah. And then they're just grabbing from one another.
1: And did you, and in Christianity, do you guys always see like Adam being thrown down to earth as a punishment?
0: Uh, not, not uh, he's banished from the garden lah. Not really thrown down. That's not the imagery. Okay lah, okay
1: lah, like banished, yeah. Banished, yeah like yeah, yeah. like Okay, so like this earth was a punishment for him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've also been reading like alternative theories in that because God always meant for Adam to be the caliph on his earth. So, right. this was never meant to be a punishment. Yeah. So, in the Quran, if you read it, he was always meant to come here. So, okay. That's nice to see the…
0: Yeah. And Christianity has… The, a lot of the early, like, church fathers mm. did talk about, like… Are you… Like… Am I already destined to do… Like, has God willed everything? Like, if God has willed everything, doesn't it? Like, for example, a good example is… Judas betrays Jesus, mm, mm, right? Mm. But all the prophecies... Jesus... Can, no, I'm
1: 100% sure he was meant to betray. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those people. Well,
0: yeah, but increasingly people debate it because, yeah. because, you know, it seems so cruel that Judas... Saw, that means Judas didn't do anything wrong, technically, because he was always meant to fulfill that function. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So, people have a hard time reconciling the two. But then, okay, this is... Uh, Mind uh, blown. Yeah, this is a way... This is a reading that I like. Yeah which is, I first read it from an author, C.S. Lewis, he wrote Ananya, Mm -hmm. right? So, he kind of says like, uh, he writes about how, like, God created time. God created time, yeah. Yeah, so God, the universe, right? The Big Bang, that's when there was, for the first time, there's uh, mass, matter, light, time, right? So, before that point, there's no such thing as space and time. Yeah. And so, for God, right, there's no, we see things in a, like, linear fashion. We see ourselves being born and one day dying. God doesn't see us like that. God could actually see us like a dot. Yeah,
1: I know. He sees
0: everything immediately. And so it's so hard to fathom how do you know what is... How can you even conceptualize like predestination or anything like that when time doesn't apply to God? It doesn't
1: even exist up there. Yeah,
0: time doesn't apply to God. We could all be in heaven now. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, oh my or god, god Ruan Roy. Oh, the other place. <laughs> the other place. <laughs> Depending. I
1: feel that. like we're in an inception right now. But okay.
0: Yeah, but I always thought that that blew my mind. When I finally true, realized that God true, doesn't see time. True. Yeah.
1: True. That's why it's so easy for God to say you will be there. You will be in heaven eternally if you are good.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Wow, my head
0: hurts. Does Atif ever join Quran cuties?
1: No, because I think a lot of us um, take off our headscarves uh, right. during the session. So, I always tell him to go away.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Why do you all take off your headscarves?
1: It's hot. Right. It's really hot. I'm not, I don't know why some women say, Oh, you know, when you wear it, you feel more cooling. <laughs> Please, la, this is called science, okay? You sweat. It's, it's, maybe it feels more cooling when you're in London. La, okay, you're not when you're in Malaysia, you're constantly sweating. I, I mm. shampoo every day. If right. I if I wear if I wear the right, right, yeah. Right. So no, no.
0: Mm. So besides free. besides uh, feminism, are there any other things you find really hard to reconcile? The
1: ambiguity, like sorry, the ambiguity in in a lot of the verses. I always tend to ask God, like, why why don't you just expressly tell people that? Cause so you can. So I think a lot. I think you know this also. Um our body of laws in Islam consists of what's in the Quran mm. and also what's in the hadith. Yeah. Right? So for example things like how you pray or like things like not eating not uh you how you shouldn't eat amphibians and also or how men shouldn't wear gold and silk. Those are in the hadith. Right. Right? So a lot of uh, this is the common view, i.e. that... If the Quran doesn't prohibit it, but the hadith prohibits it... Um, then then it's prohibited in Islam, right? But that's a huge debate as well. Because then you have people in the anti-hadith... and the anti-hadith anti gang going, no, that's not true.
0: Because there are some pretty wild hadiths out there, There
1: right? are some pretty crazy hadiths yeah. out there. And some of them are very demeaning towards women, you right. know? Right. so? So, sometimes I always... I do have these conversations with God. Like, I always in, in, I always talk to Him in my head or after my prayer and I go like, why didn't you just like, you know, say everything in the Quran? And like, don't follow her days. If, I mean, you already knew this was going to happen, right? Like, why didn't you just do that? But I guess He's just testing us lah.
0: Right. Can I ask a silly question? Yeah. If you're praying, because you have like a set way to pray, right? Yes, we do. do so, do you have like, a con- do you converse with God while you're praying like that? I mean, because you're reciting, right? Yeah,
1: well, but what we're reciting is sometimes. No, what we're reciting is us asking from God. So, for example, the thing we say in Al Fatiha, which is in. Without Al Fatiha, your prayer is deficient, right? Deficient, sorry. So, in Al Fatiha, you say, In the name of Allah, the most beneficial and most merciful, all praise is to Allah, Lord of the world. We worship, worship, worship. And at the end of Al Fatiha, you say, Please keep me on the right path, not on the path where you have bestowed favor. Eh, Sir, please keep me on the right path, the path where you have bestowed favor, favors, not on the path where you have thrown direct, and not on the path where you have, you have people who have gone astray. Mm. That's you talking to God. Mm. Right? So throughout prayer, it's actually you talking to God. And I always keep telling people this. Like, if you a lot of people tell me that they don't feel like they want to pray because they First of all they don't understand what they're saying. Right? A lot of, and that's what we were taught. We were taught in school the Arabic versions of everything that we were that we were reciting, right? And and yeah, I don't speak Arabic. So of course, if I don't understand what I'm saying to God, I won't be motivated to but then that's why I keep telling people, if you want to be motivated to God, mm. find out what you're reciting. Mm. You can't be just... It, Arabic is not... If you don't understand what it means, it's practically gibberish. Right. Right? So, you, so But when you understand what you're saying in your prayers, it's basically you talking to God. You're asking God for a lot of things. Mm. But after you complete your prayers, that's when I usually talk to God in a more informal way. And I so you do that,
0: have a, a moment where you're like, hey man.
1: Yeah, like hey God. Like, things really. things are tough. Yeah, man. Like, come on, look at my boss. You know. Why would she do there? You
0: know? I always have that? Conversation.
1: I've I've had that conversations with him after prayers. I've had that conversations with him in the bathroom but while I was crying.
0: But I think you don't hear like your, the personal conversations between your 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 like atif and God or No, no right? it's So I it's think that's a, a difference between Christians and, and and Muslims.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You guys actually directly speak to like your
0: like we like your
1: priest and everything
0: no like no it. I mean oh yeah that's Catholics. but I mean even generally as Christians like uh-huh. we like before we eat mm. like we'll say a prayer together and it's like one person talking so you can hear God you that person talking to God mm-hmm. which is crazy lah
1: no and we have that too oh, Like do you? We, we have like the, the Imams will just pray Ya Allah Ya Tuhan no but you know, those you like know, like, like,
0: like prayers right they're not like off the cuff kind of personal kind of like like you know like we sit down and we're like Hey God, I just want to thank you for today. You know, today's a great day. Okay, that's not <laughs> culturally
1: practiced, la. I guess. Okay, I I guess I would say that's not culturally practiced in Islam now. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of it is within the, with the heart,
0: right? Because right. because
1: um this is also a, a main message in Sufism. It's mm. it's a, it's a it's a way to practice Islam, Sufism.
0: Sufism is a more mystic.
1: It's a mystical way of practicing yeah. Islam, and they believe that. And I and I agree with this. They they believe that uh, your relationship with God is connected to the heart. Right. So it depends on how pure your heart is, how you talk to God through the heart and all. So yeah, it's more and silent. I think oh,
0: one big thing about Islam is the there is a very strong pushback against like idolatry in the sense that very strictly oh, yeah,
1: yeah, very, yeah. very
0: strictly, even as a person, yeah, you taking too much of limelight can become idolatrous la, Yeah,
1: like, because you start to think, Oh, I'm responsible, yeah, I'm responsible for my success. or oh, I'm responsible for my beauty. Like okay, go. go chill guys chill mm-hmm. no that that's really bad already mm-hmm. um every everything is because of god so that's mm-hmm. what the quran keeps telling you mm-hmm.
0: to yeah to interesting interesting so is it weird for atif not being able to go to the mosque i mean since uh, this whole yeah
1: i don't think he's been to the mosque since february do you know that it's it's actually a debatable thing to mm-hmm. pray to have congregational prayers uh, every friday is a debate it's a debate as to whether or not it's wajib.
0: Because your Friday press is so, so important. It's like one of the main obligations that you have to... At, at Debatable.
1: At a, you know, there, are, there are certain people who... Yes, I, I mean the main view is... It's wajib, right. right? Um And it's become so important to people that they, they're willing to risk their life to, to go pray that. But I know... Atif's not one of, Just to clarify. Atif does not believe that it's not wajib. Atif thinks it's wajib but you know. I just want to make it clear. But there are certain people who believe that it's not all, it's All not like wajib.
0: imams and Atif's friends this, start reaching out to him this, with literature.
1: Yeah. So, I'm just saying that a lot of people have approached me to say that there's a sect or there's a view that it's not wajib. Yeah. Yeah. And it was only practiced culturally at that time and stuff. So, interesting thing. Too.
0: Do you think that Mosques and places of worship should open up. Do you think this lockdown is too crazy?
1: Oh my god, crazy! No, I don't, I think it's. Are we talking about the? Let's let's relate back to the Alif podcast, right?
0: <laughs> did you listen to it?
1: Of course, I did. What did I, you think? my god! I I, I get, got some
0: blowback for that.
1: Really? I
0: became Alif's ambassador, oh, which is so ironic.
1: That's not what you were trying to do. Yeah, it's so
0: ironic because. People don't understand. Me and Alif hadn't spoken for months.
1: You need to put the background that you guys fought in the WhatsApp group. (laughs) Yeah. And you even said, I'm never going to speak to him ever again. (laughs) That needs to be placed out. (laughs) But when I... That that Alif, Roshan and I and everybody in our gang had a WhatsApp group and (laughs) Alif and Roshan fought and I kept telling them to stop fighting and I kept putting GIFs of cats and pushing, (laughs) stop fighting, stop fighting. And... They eventually stopped. And when I personally texted Roshan, I said, Are you okay? He said, I'm never going to speak (laughs) to Alif again. I think that needs to be put out there. That happened.
0: I was was like, Putri, when I cut someone out, (laughs) I cut someone out. (laughs) A few months later, Alif, do you want to come on the podcast?
1: Yeah, and I go like, these people are this is why our group of friends are really weird. So weird.
0: Yeah, so okay. Really. So what do you think about Alif's episode?
1: Okay lah. Okay, look i agree to this extent okay i agree that a lot of things about this virus and the vaccine even right are so censored you go on google right now you want to find out about the safety of the vaccine the first 10 or even 20 pages right of google is just oh how good the vaccine is how healthy the vaccine is look i'm i'm not here to find how find out how good the vaccine is i want to know whether it is good or not
0: I want to know the risk.
1: I want to know the risk. I want to know something could
0: be good and could still have risk.
1: Correct. I want to know the differing views. It's all being censored out. I don't understand what. Um, even even about this virus, right? A lot of journalists are being imprisoned. I, a lot of journalists are being taken out of China for God knows what reason. I think that's suspicious. I think that's iffy. I also think it's very iffy and very shady for, um, for for about how these. About how the government is even handling the people in, in uh, about how the government's handling the pandemic, like basically, right? We don't have the actual numbers of people who are who are symptomatic and are like you know probably we, we only know people who are dying, people who are positive and all right, but there's no actual numbers on how much how many how many of the people who have been uh, who have been labelled positive who are actually suffering. Yeah. Right? Could it actually just be like a normal flu? Right? right? I don't know. I, I agree. The, the information surrounding all of this is very iffy. Right? But to that extent, I agree. But then when Alif went on about how this is some big hidden agenda about how the government wants to… Yeah. What um, put? What did he say? Financial.
0: Yeah, it's all like a financial. It?
1: It's a financial. It's a way to introduce a new financial system. Yeah, through and our now, DNA or something now like he that?
0: says something. Now he's in of the position that this is all okay. a great reset. I see a great reset.
1: That's the thing. And no, I don't. I I that I can't buy the last part la. Yeah, hundred
0: percent. Cannot
1: buy the last part.
0: Yeah, I think we are at the same position Like Even I so feel that, and I honestly question the lockdown, cause I think. To to Actually, to think uh, that the first lockdown was put in place and all the things that we had to go through and it all became for nothing. You know, the impact that people died because of that MCO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People committed, sorry, not committed. People took their lives. Some people took their lives because of that MCO. And for it all to be for nothing, it was such a disservice to everybody and all the sacrifices made and all because of... Not just that
1: People, people got murdered. You know, like I'm talking about abuse
0: cases Abuse, and yes. All.
1: Like it's not even funny.
0: Yeah, and so I, I wonder, did did the state, did the government actually think it through? Or did they just, you know, la- the
1: idea of putting people in their house for one month, you know, and having limited access out to people and to like yeah stores and stuff. That's oh, that's horrible. And I even, cannot imagine. Even the people
0: like yeah. Uh, oh, in December or the past few months who have not been following the 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 you know the, the you we are supposed to, you know, keep yeah. distance and all that. But to be fair, I understand people are just so fatigued. I know. People are just so tired. And, you know, people just want to you know it's difficult. So yeah. some people like on social media they go hard. You know they say you're everyone's acting irresponsibly, blah 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 blah. Like you need to have a bit more empathy.
1: Yeah, because they are they are extroverts out there. You know, and and I'm an extrovert. Trust yeah. me, it's, harsh. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. hard. It's
1: really hard. It's really hard to just be cooped up in your house and having the same people. You talk to the same people every single day. Like it, it gets hard. And and I'm very lucky. You know that that my husband's very caring you know, and understanding. He doesn't hit. I'm very proud to say that Atif has never has never hit me at all. Have you ever hit
0: Atif? No, of oh, course right. not. Right, right, that's yeah. fair, that's no. fair. Okay, that's fair.
1: um, yeah, but I can't say the same for a lot of my friends or like a lot of people that I I, I know. Right,
0: you, know? you actually know people who get hit. Yeah. Damn.
1: I've seen the bruises. It's really bad.
0: And they stick stick in the marriages. Yeah. That's are crazy. we Are we slowly
1: side? So like, uh, are we slowly entering the conversation about relationship agreements?
0: Oh, yeah, we should. Hey, that's a perfect segue. But let me just, I want to say that I agree with you in terms of I i want to believe uh, the government. I want to believe... I want to too. Yeah. And so, but when I go online, it's so hard to get any damn information. Yeah,
1: and it's very hard to believe the government when they themselves are not performing what they're telling people to do. Like, like social distancing or wearing a mask. Yeah. You know, like you... I mean, I want... Come on, government. I want to believe you. I do. Yeah, Just yeah.
0: like, please. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Mm. And 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 I think that if they want to do a lockdown, it needs to be thought out really carefully. Like, you need to do like a freaking SWOT analysis. Yeah. And it needs to be measurable. Yeah. Like, you need to know what the impact is going to be. You need to know whether it's long-term. Yeah. You know, we need to know all these things. Like, if we are afraid that our healthcare is going to be uh, overrun, then during the MCO, things need to be done during the lockdown to address that. Yeah. yeah. It's not just flattening the curve. Look, the curve is going to go up again. So, you freaking better prepare and plan for that, right?
1: Yeah. And I feel like they... I feel like they have not been enforcing it. Okay, fairly is one thing because we obviously see the double standard all over the news, right? But they're not even enforcing it properly. Like, I see... uh, Like, do you know there was that law about how uh, companies should practice working from home... Um, unless it's absolutely necessary. I saw so many... Please. I saw so many companies that just so forced many. their employees to go to work for absolutely God knows what reason.
0: And it's not like this, Not like these companies are big.
1: Yeah. They and are they small don't, tight. And these are companies who like, you know, they do corporate work or like they do everything on a computer. You don't need to do that in the office for God's sake. But please. to be fair,
0: the, the government, the communication is so bad and they freaking flip so much. Yeah. To be honest, like I'm in the legal industry. Yeah. Even trying to communicate with all the different courts, right? It's so so difficult.
1: How is it though? How is your experience in uh, uh, litigation during this time? I it's mean,
0: very very confusing, Really? The, eh? Yeah yeah yeah. It's very very confusing. There are a lot of things that that, that you can't you don't know how. Like for example, when the MCO, like f- just for example, when the MCO f- was first put in place, mm. stamping agreements. When, uh, you oh, have I have
1: that issue as well. Yeah,
0: What happens? You know, you have to pay a penalty. No,
1: no. I have that issue as well. And right. you know, LHDN came to me and said they still don't accept uh, electronic signatures. And I don't understand. That's so I said, what is your problem? Right. Like, it, we have like... Tra- you know now they have like these things called DocuSign. They have like the tracing number and everything. Why don't you wanna accept it? Every single stamping office around the world has accepted it <laughs> <Yeah>. except Malaysia.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh. And then you have one land office that does it a oh, particular yeah. way, one land office that does it another way. Super, super so- sometimes our dispatch has to go out. You know, be- I had have, had had I have had mm. dispatch have had to sleep over in the land office. That's
1: so sad. During to- this time. Yeah just, to, yeah,
0: just to get a number.
1: Ayo. It's crazy because
0: they close uh, uh, um earlier and things like that. That's so, so
1: not fair, you know. And they, they, they are the ones who actually need the help the most. Yeah. Like, that's so bad.
0: It's crazy, like, it's crazy. So, and even with the courts, like, a lot of our cases, some, it's so confusing. Like, sometimes it'll be through email, sometimes it'll be e review, sometimes it'll be like in person. Then, you know, you they don't update so you go there then oh no is this supposed to be online oh no this is supposed to be adjourned what about like auctions for example that were supposed to be held because auctions you know you re- you have to put out proclamations or sale you know you have to put mm. announcements mm. and then the date change then you have an MCO mm. so the um, auction can't go through mm. there are legal consequences because then yeah. you know there's automatic 10% reduction yeah, in yeah, the yeah. reserve yeah. price so all these things are, so it's very very complicated and it's, it's confusing and so it doesn't help when the state is not communicating properly.
1: Yeah. So we agree. The, com- the government and the people there are all incompetent. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that they are behind some grand scheme. La.
0: Yeah, definitely. I
1: like... Psh,
0: psh. So, because like Alev's... For me... Ali's point that this is all like... Uh, a plan by the rich or elite... To sort of like take control of the world. Or, doesn't make sense. Because that would mean... The, you're telling me... The Malaysian government. Somebody. Somebody. Okay? In the Malaysian government... Is coordinating awesome. yeah. with somebody in America. Because
2: it, it
0: might it can't be Trump now. So somebody in American government, some people in like even countries that have opposed uh, uh putting lockdowns, like Sweden, all of them, yeah, every almost 99% of the countries have put in some measures la, yeah. to whatever extent. But you think me all of them are. Collaborating,
1: yeah. Like no, sorry. That that, that Dude, that's the ca- point where I go. Okay, next podcast,
0: Dude, please. we we can't even plan a house party. <laughs> you know, we can't even that the scale of that collaboration is mad, lah. Hmm. But yeah, moving forward, relationship agreements. Yeah,
1: but just to clarify, we're still friends with Aleph guys. Yeah, we, we still love him. In we fact, love you, Aleph. In Alev. fact,
0: after that podcast, I feel me and Aleph have a better. That's so good. Better relationship because I feel like we finally kind of we I think during that conversation, there was enough respect or goodwill garnered between the two of us. Mm. So, he knows that I'm willing to listen and I think that meant a lot to him. Yeah. And so, now when he reaches out to me, so he's very kind in the way That's he reaches really out good. to me.
1: That's really good. Good for you, Ali. Okay, sorry. Yes, go cool. relationship.
0: Yeah, so, people are getting abused in yeah. their homes. Uh, even child abuse has gone up. Yeah. So, one of the things that you've been up to which is quite funny, I actually think it's funny, is that you've become a creator of something called relationship agreements.
1: I, w- I wouldn't say I created it though. It was inspired by Sheldon from Big Bang Theory.
0: Right, right, right. He and Amy have a Yeah, a he and Amy agreement. have a
1: relationship agreement. And I go like, actually, that actually makes a lot of sense because a lot of the fights that I hear about, and even the ones that I'm in, right, Ati, they all revolve around the fact that that. That we don't write things down and we're not aware of what the other party wants. It's expectations, right? Yeah,
0: and that's... In fact, a lot of legal disputes happen that way, right? Yeah. People that, just go with the flow. That's
1: how we make money, guys. <laughs> that's how lawyers make money. You guys don't write things down yeah. and tada, we make money from yeah.
0: it. Yeah, like everything is going to be fine until there's like a crisis yeah. and then you're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Um. So, did you write a relationship agreement for you and Atif? I have a
1: relationship agreement with with Atif. How guys. long is it? How long? Have you stamped you- it? No. <laughs> It's not enforceable, okay? <laughs> when you bring it to court, you will say you want to enforce it. They'll just throw it in your face. <laughs> For, okay, as of today, I'm not going to say maybe enforceable in the future, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. It can be argued. Mm. But as of today, it's not enforceable. Mm. But right. people have it anyway because
0: from so, what okay, I've been okay, told... Wait, like, so r- roughly, what is the contents of your...
1: So it basically lays out the responsibilities of each party throughout the marriage. And... Pfft, yeah, I've seen I've seen weird, and it can it can it can be as creative as you want, right? Because every marriage has its own nuances and and its own difficulties, um, and people can write in any obligation they want. So it can be as simple as you know you need to spend time with your kids, right? You are obliged to spend time spend at least one hour in a day with your kids alone without the phone, without the TV. That's simple. But it can also... I've also seen... I've also had to draft a clause for this one person who was very annoyed that the husband didn't go to the gym. Didn't go to... He wasn't fat, but he just didn't go to the gym. Right? He didn't care much about the health. So, right. that was an obligation. You need to go to the gym once a week. And so I go, okay. <laughs> That guy could, go, <laughs> to, that guy could go
0: to the gym and like sit down and just drink soda or something.
1: No. It, it says that you have to exercise at like, the oh, gym. Right, right. So, I think for for people like me and maybe even people like you, we see that as really trivial. But to, to that couple that no, I had to draft well, for... Well,
0: I can understand. You yeah, you want your partner to take care of correct, themselves. 100% you I can, think
1: that's you fine. It can, can really be a huge fight. Yeah, I, he, I,
0: I remember a friend telling me, uh we were talking about relationships and he said that uh, he has a friend and his friend who's a dude
1: mm.
0: always had in his mind that his wife would cook for the family, mm. and it's not like a a sexist thing. Like,
1: mm. like no, it's something that you just want. It's a yeah. personal thing. Yeah. maybe he
0: grew up just watching like yeah. those programs like that, yeah. where the, the the lady does the cooking. Yeah, or maybe he just wants to come home to a home cooked meal, right?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, right. So and so he had to like tell that to her, mm. and they they spoke about it and they yeah. agreed on like parameters to it. Yeah, and they sort of yeah agreed to that, agreed on that issue moving forward before yeah. they got married. Yeah.
1: That's good. Like, I feel I feel like a lot of that, 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 that com- those conversations don't actually happen, unfortunately, before you get mm. married, right? Like, do you know, did you know that there was a couple that got divorced in Malaysia because the husband refused to refill the shampoo bottle?
0: That's Im- that, am, that is what I say is trivial though.
1: I that
0: am not joking.
1: That's, what that's actually a true case. Yeah. And yeah, I mean like these things, because in Malaysia, we don't
0: that's typically crazy,
1: live with each other before we get married, right? Yeah. culturally, that's not really acceptable. It's not like in the US or the yeah, UK, yeah. right? Yeah, so, culturally, we always date, get married and then we live with each other. Right. And, and, yeah. So, I, yeah.
0: But not feeling that shampoo seems a bit much. Unless it was some kind of weird kind of thing where he was like, he kept on saying, I filled it but then he was always empty. Or
1: maybe it was just something like, a mind like game. But I can understand the woman because, because I think it's annoying because you expect the woman to do everything. Even as simple as Filling
0: up the shampoo bottle, thick. Right, yeah. or maybe it's like that's just the the that you know the the thing that broke the camel. back. maybe 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 it's like she's doing everything at home, and so she's like waking up at like six in yeah. the morning. She cooks breakfast, she cleans the house, yep. Yep. she cooks dinner, and you want me to
1: fill up the shampoo bottle yeah, as well.
0: She 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 does her prayers. She goes. Oh, no, do you bid and pray or do you? Doesn't matter. Right, whatever. What so she think. prays. Finally goes. Finally goes to have a bath mm. and. The shampoo bottle is empty. Yeah. And she just explodes. <laughs>
1: divorce now. <laughs> divorce. So yeah.
0: yeah. But it's a process for Muslim women to get a divorce, right? Like guys can just… So what? It's a process. It,
1: it can be done in half a day.
0: Really? It's thought- really fast
1: now. Oh huh. yeah, good job, Sharia courts. Sharia courts wow. have really improved on that. Because
0: dudes do the just the talat, right? They do the talat three times, and that's no, a no, deal. no.
1: Women can women can initiate the divorce independently now as well. But
0: they don't have to say the talat.
1: No, the talat thing is only for men.
0: Right, right, yeah. right. That's interesting. Um, what we're we talking about. Oh yeah, so relationship agreements, uh, negotiating with your partners. I think that's fair.
1: I think it's very important, especially in our culture, because a lot. Or for a lot of people, divorce is not on the on the table.
0: Nobody ever gets married. Uh, well, yeah. even if, I think like you said, culturally, I don't think even in Malaysia... Yeah, yeah. You even have a conception that... Oh, if this thing goes badly, we'll just get a divorce. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: then a lot of... Especially women. Unfortunately, especially a lot of women are not brave enough to just go... I'm just going to get a divorce. They are stuck in a marriage. And sometimes a relationship agreement is really... What you, what you, the only thing that can help facilitate
0: it, la. But that's the problem. And that's why I think that sometimes when we try to gender neutral everyone, it's not fair because there are problems that are unique to women. Like, for example, as a like, even I'm 29 this year, 29 or 29. I'm 29 this yeah. year. For girls my age who mm-hmm. haven't found a partner, mm-hmm. it's much more worrying than me as a guy because you know, you're on a clock. On the clock. It's a fact. Look.
1: I have friends who froze their eggs. Yes, correct, correct, correct. I have friends correct, who froze their correct. eggs. So
0: here's the thing, here's the thing. When I say that, people get really offended. I've had girls get a woman, sorry, get offended by that, but that's actually factually true. The only way you can circum- circumvent your bicycle clock is if you freeze, freeze your, your eggs. eggs. Yeah. But the thing is, if we don't have these conversations, women won't even know the importance of freezing their eggs. True,
1: true. No, it's true. I I mean, yeah, I have a lot of friends who always tell me. I have many female friends now who just tell me, "Do you know anybody? Um, you know, I'm getting lonely." So right. It's not even like a, a biological thing; they're lonely.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want companionship. You want a you want a nest, right? You want to yeah. build a home. Definitely. Yeah, sad. Yeah, I understand. So, um, any interesting? Do you do you do you have like a sex, sex thing clause? In your, clause in your yeah.
1: I've not drafted it. I've not drafted I a sex clause. Sh- yes, do I think
0: that should be I, in.
1: I don't. I feel that too but I feel like a lot of people are too shy to tell me. But I had clauses about going on dates so I guess the room to maybe you know So they interpret the date and I don't know. I think so. (laughs) I mean I'm pretty sure because they have to tell me what I'm supposed to draft right and I'm pretty sure they're really shy and there are some people who just go Pucci just give me the template and I'll do and I'll do it on my own. So I know that they're probably shy to tell me what to draft so sometimes i just give them the template and yeah. Mm -hmm. It's understandable lah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that—that's that, also a very important thing. Yeah, I think I remember reading that the biggest reason for divorces, I think, in the Malay community is in laws. In laws. In laws. I remember uh? reading that because I think their in laws become like like you know the the mother in law gets too involved in the son's affairs and then isn't
1: that kind of like in all relationships though? I know a party who. They get a divorce, okay? Like they are fighting because the mother-in-law keeps insisting that she should have more kids. Yeah. But I'm not sure if they are on the way of getting a divorce or not. Yeah. Oh no. But they're not Muslim. I'm, right. I'm just saying. I think. I think it's a.
0: You think it's a universal. Problem? I
1: think it's a universal issue. But I'm fair very enough. happy that my in-laws are. My in-laws are perfect. Really, I, I can really say that.
0: Well, looking at Atif, to be fair. Yeah. You know, you can kind of figure. They're
1: very nice. They're very nice people. That's
0: cool. Yeah, but I think I can imagine why budding—it's not budding, sorry butting in in laws can be really annoying because it's almost like you have another person in a relationship which you never signed up for. Like
1: that's the thing. The only thing—the only way you'll know this is after you get married. Right. There's so many issues that unfortunately you only know after you get married. Right. Like the sex. How you? Okay, unless you have sex before marriage and everything, then, then I respect that. But to a lot of people, they don't have sex before marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll never know how sat- whether or not their partner will satisfy them sexually or not. Yeah. They'll only know that after marriage. And I actually know a couple who divorced... Because the other party couldn't satisfy them sexually. It's right. sad. Which is it's so sad. sad.
0: And also, be- that's another thing. When we don't have the sex conversation here... There are actually things that you can do to sort of... Like, you know... Because we don't talk about sex... And we don't talk about like... Communicating in sexual, your sexual language... It's hard. sometimes you're having a, a sexual miscommunication, right? And you just need a party to like help you figure it out. It doesn't mean just be, it doesn't mean just because you two don't have sexual chemistry, or it means we can't ever be together. Yeah, you yeah. can you can work just on talk it. Talk
1: about it. Yeah,
0: you can work on it. That things they you don't can do. Talk
1: about it. That's yeah. the problem. We I I don't know if this is the the fault of the Malaysian education system. We were never taught these things. You know, we were not taught communication skills. Do you realize that? Yeah. Do you realize that throughout our school Yes, we were never taught how to communicate or talk to people in a respectful manner. Yeah,
0: No, that's exactly in my last uh, podcast episode I did mm. like a, a kind of uh, I don't know what it was uh, a self-help Yeah, yeah, kind yeah, yeah of I narration. saw that I haven't,
1: I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: but basically the, what I said was uh, I started off by saying that self-help has such a bad name uh, and I can understand why lah, Because you know They over promise All these kind of things Like 10 ways You're going to conquer the world Or 15 steps To make you uh, Make every girl Fall in love with you Which is ridiculous mm. But The truth behind Self-help Is basically uh, Focusing on uh, EQ uh, Focusing on Such We think it's so simple Yeah
1: yeah But it's not Those, it's um, it's those not. Simple
0: small things Correct. Make such a big Correct Impact in our lives. Correct. The ability to communicate. Correct. It's crazy, right? That's what I said in the episode. Our schools are geared to like passing on knowledge, right? Yeah. Maths, uh, uh, science and things like that. But they don't focus on things like communication or empathy or conflict resolution. Yeah. And which one has a bigger impact? To be honest, the... Not being that's able true. to communicate that's not very being true. not being able to resolve conflicts
1: yeah this soft skill
0: can destroy your life yeah right? that's very
1: true your it not even destroy a life it can destroy a country
0: definitely right? if you're
1: if you're in a position of leadership and you don't even know how to empathize with your subordinates it can or your citizens yeah it can destroy a I said country. That,
0: I said I said how many of our problems that came up? During the course of MCO, mm. could have been avoided if at a young age we were taught about empathy or communication. And I don't mean it in a, like a hippie kind of "we all just need to love one another." I mean it in like a really real sense, like no, how, it's
2: true. It's like
0: true. how how we don't have uh, we are expected to just intuitively know how to deal with conflict, and it's that's so crazy. Yeah,
1: that's it's, it's really hard. You know, like okay, I I mean I'm gonna share like one thing that I'm slowly learning to do and. And I think you know this. You've you known me for God knows how long. 20 years. 10 years. Mm, 15 years.
0: I don't know. We met when we were 13. 13. Uh, 15 years. Yeah. About
1: 16 years. 16 years. Yeah. Right. So, we sorry that took long. with <laughs> are lawyers. <sorry>. Two lawyers. <laughs> two, lawyers
0: <laughs> two lawyers. Um, lawyers.
1: Um, yeah. You've known me for 16 years. You know that I'm the type of person that always lets things affect me. Yeah. Right? Like, oh. And I hate that about myself. I hate how even something is as crazy as the news can affect my whole day. And I hate that about myself. And and I always wonder why some people could could just go on with life when when something bad happened to them and I can't, right? And it was all purely because I didn't know how to not let things affect me. And I always wondered why nobody taught me that in school. That it's such right. a it's such a it's such a simple thing, but it's really hard. For me, it was really hard. And one thing that I'm slowly learning, and it's super difficult, yeah. right? Is to um, and I'm learning this through my Sufism meditation. It's that I need to lose control. 100%. You need to lose control to gain control, and <laughs> you need to imagine your take a step back and imagine yourself in a blank void, and see how everything revolving around how everything revolves around you, and you just you're not taking part. Yeah, like one of the that's hard. Ba- ba- yeah,
0: and one of the basic things you learn in psychology, for example, is mm. identifying things that are within your locus of control, mm. and things that are without because so so much of anxiety is yes. you trying to control things that are yes. uncontrollable. Yes. And even navigating heartbreak, for example, l- that phrase, um, "it, will, it will, if it's meant to be, it will be. Yeah. It's, it's such a an oversaturated word, phrase, but it's actually so true. Once you let go and just recognize that...
1: <sighs> Roshan, I tell you, right, I honestly would have enjoyed this lesson in school as opposed to like, what?
0: Log? Yeah, 100%. Uh, what? Too. Indices? I don't know.
1: Indices? <laughs> what do you, I don't even know what it called. What? The DX thing? Derivatives? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Do I even use it? No! Yeah. I, do, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. A squared yeah. is equal to B squared plus yeah. C squared. When do I
0: use that? <laughs> I, I get that, you know, these things are very subjective, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't uh, touch them. Like, we shouldn't deal with them. Like, there needs to be a school for... for not. You know, when I said hard, it becomes too sappy. But, you know, it's the responsibility of every single individual to become emotionally mature yeah, adults.
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't have to
0: be happy all the time. Yeah. But you have to be mature. Emotionally mature. I feel like
1: we're in a Pixar movie now. That's what Pixar movies taught us. That's what Pixar movies taught me, you know. To be...
0: What, to be what Pixar movies? <gasps> like,
1: Toy Story? Um,
0: What's uh-huh. that one about emotions? Oh, oh. Uh, in... Inside,
1: inside Out. Inside. Oh gosh, that was, that was such a, a beautiful yeah, movie. It taught kids to be sad.
0: Yeah, I just watched.
1: Oh, I cried. I, I just cried. W-
0: I just watched uh, Up recently, and I thought oh, that, that was, was to deal with death. Yeah, it's quite to beautiful. To move on from death. Yeah, I thought it was quite beautiful. Yeah, it's quite beautiful. That's true. See,
1: we learned that we had to learn that through Pixar movies. <laughs> we, didn't, we, we could have learned that from school,
0: but that's the thing, also. Like, when it comes to religion, people are so dismissive, but religion did that, you know. It, it, that's it sort true. of no, that's really true. that act of ritual, right? That's you know, the rituals true. that we went through focus on very simplistic things, but they are a reinforcement of these really simple things about meditating about true. about where we've come and where we are going, about dying, that's you know, true. about love. These are things that. We we meditate on a daily or weekly basis. In that's religion. very true. And so, when religion went away, there was a when
1: we, religion became something a, a tool of fear yeah. and a tool to just 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 to com, just comply with what we're saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Then that's when people just lost. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think rituals become tyrannical when you don't understand. The, the you don't benefit of those rituals. And you don't understand what you're saying. Yes. I
1: indeed. know so many people who don't understand what they're saying in their prayers, lah, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. That's interesting. I, I think that's the thing about you as well. Because I get annoyed at like liberals when they're on their like thrones and they're like calling mm. out everybody. And I've always thought why am I so annoyed? Because in the end of the day, they are fighting for their social justice worries. They're fighting for so-called good causes, right? Then I should support them. But then I realized... I was reading something the other day. And I... Let me just... It's called something, you know... Wait, hold on. It's a German word.
1: German
0: word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just see. Oh, my boss just texted and said the draft is okay again. Alhamdulillah. I don't don't know why he keeps...
1: Alhamdulillah. Okay,
0: the word is called Schadenfreude. It's a German word. And it means... The pleasure derived by someone... From another person's misfortune. And it's a psychological term... So and interestingly enough, it's like it's almost like a narcissism, you know. You know how we always talk about narcissists.
2: Mm-hmm. This
0: there are people with Schrödinger Freud, okay. which is and it's seen in a lot of social justice warriors, where they actually take pleasure in just putting people down, and th- it happens okay. a lot with people with so low self esteem, because.
1: So, their heart isn't pure in that sense when what they're doing. Is that what you're saying? Because
0: they think so lowly of themselves, Mm -hmm. they don't have a strong sense of identity, an individual identity, they have to attach to a group. And so, whenever the group is attacked, it's like they are being attacked.
1: Okay. But
0: it comes from a bad place. It comes from a place of insecurity. Yeah,
1: and it's not coming from like a pure intention of trying to help people. And that's why it can
0: also be very irrational. Okay. And that's why it's almost like a like you know alright, but this the opposite, mm, right? Mm. They're very fanatical as well. They only mm. see it one particular way, and it can okay. come out as so ridiculous, okay, right? So, but I don't like. I think you are also very progressive or liberal in your policies, but I think it doesn't come from a place of insecurity. You're you you have a strong self uh self identity. I feel like I I'm like talking you up a lot.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm really not. That, I'm really just a weird... I just
0: think Putri is going to be the next Islamic reformer and I want this to I be the place.
1: Lord, I, see. <laughs> I just want to be a... I just want to survive life. That's it. And I want to go to heaven. That's my ultimate goal. <laughs> I don't want to be a Islamic reformer leader or whatever. But
0: when all the great prophets also hesitant about taking out such roles?
1: They didn't have a choice, right? Exactly. <laughs> So sad. <laughs> you know, there were theories that, yeah. um, that… This was not a popular theory because it gave a bad light to Muhammad. But there were theories that when Muhammad first received um, the message from Gabriel… When, when he, sorry, when he first saw Gabriel when he was like meditating in the cave… He wanted to commit suicide because he thought it was like insane. Right. Yeah, and, and I can imagine. Like, if somebody would tell me, hey, you're a prophet okay I'm insane
0: I've definitely lost my mind
1: i'm right. I'm yeah so right, yeah that's right. not a very popular theory I think that's
0: because a, I think it's a good
1: I think it uh, should be discussed because I think it's rational he was only man yeah. right he was only a man
0: you know there's this thing in, in in the Bible right it's it's actually a crazy verse that is in the Bible but I think it's so powerful when Jesus dies on, I mean for christians lah. when Jesus dies on the cross he says um father father why have you forsaken me it's such a powerful phrase and even the night before he's did we call it the agony in the garden mm. he literally cries I mean not cries like he's in such agony uh, what is it that uh, his his sweat drops like blood and it's actually a medical condition it's like super high anxiety super stress super you know mind is just crazy and you start to drip blood right and um it's such an interesting thing because we we put Jesus as God. Right? We personally Christians believe Jesus is God. And for him to have those moments of low, yeah, it's, no, I, I feel it's very powerful. And,
1: I think it's very and, and, and you start to relate to them on a more human level at yeah. that point. Yeah. That,
0: that it's so, okay for you to have low moments. You yeah, know?
1: if you read the Quran also, right? I tell you, right? A lot of the verses of the Quran was just God, true Gabriel, trying to calm Muhammad down. Calm down, be patient, be patient. Because come on, like, he had to change a whole government at that point in time, right? right. Who, was, who, who, were, who were praying to idols and stuff like that. And he was shunned by his own family members. Had to run off to another country, Madina from Mecca, right? He had to run off from his home, leave his family and his friends and everything that he knew. I mean, of course, God had to calm him down. He, when you read those verses, the only thing that I when, I, when I read those verses, all I could think of, he must have been so sad. Mm. He must have been so low and so down.
0: And there's a lot of comfort in that, right? There
1: is a lot of comfort in knowing that in Islam and in Christianity, that the man we we think is supposed to be the example for all other men, for all the men and women, also had their low moment.
0: It's like even for bravery, I think it's more inspiring when you have a person. It's not. I think it's not inspiring when a person is just brave for the sake of being brave,
1: mm. but when
0: someone is afraid and then he conquers that fear. To me, that's like real that's bravery.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Like a stronger bravery. Actually, I think that's from Green Lantern.
1: I was I was just about to say
0: that. <laughs> I think that's I from Green Lantern. I <laughs> feel
1: like you just took that from the Green Lantern I might movie. have just stolen
0: that from Green yeah.
1: Lantern.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a comic fan as well.
1: Oh yeah, we've never talked about comics
0: here. What would you do if, uh, your son one day says, "I hate Batgirl"? Eh, hey,
1: hey, hey. <laughs> I don't think that will ever happen. Just to say, <laughs> because my because. Ezra already knows the word Batman. Wow. Yeah, so that's like one of his first words. So your I'm very responsible.
0: So, okay. You're you're definitely a DC person over Marvel.
1: I like DC over Marvel. I've always known you. I I love DC over Marvel. I think
0: I'm the same way as well.
1: Yeah, I feel like DC stories are more logical. Yeah. Like, they they make more sense than Marvel stories. And they have a deeper message.
0: There's a lot of like uh, myth. It feels like a mythology almost with DC. There's a. It's like a.
1: It doesn't make sense. If you, I, I mean,
0: no, if DC. you, DC, uh, DC. It feels oh. like a mythology. mythology. It feels like a like you know. There's like when you look at Batman, the character. There's certain features of Batman that like just lasts a lifetime, right? It never changes. Mm. You know, there's certain things that… it almost feels he's like
1: dark. He's always dark. Yeah, yeah. He, he is always the dark and brooding type. And
0: mm-hmm. Superman is the light. You know, there's all like sort of mythological narratives that, that go through DC. Yeah. Whereas Marvel is always just meant to be contemporary. That's what their thing was. Just to True. be new and edgy. And
1: True. But if you read the first few Batman comics, right? He wasn't always... Batman wasn't always dark and brooding. Okay, I think that's some similarity. Like if you read the earlier Marvel comics and earlier um, Batman comics, they were... Oh, DC comics, they were always very like, oh, we got the bad guy. The mm. end. That kind of thing. And I don't know... When in at which point of time comics started becoming very serious and very deep and yeah. character starts to build.
0: Yeah, I I remember the big one was when um was it
1: Death. I, was it when characters started dying? That's when people were like, Whoa, whoa. whoa no, it's God. actually
0: even before that, there was that famous one where Green Arrow finds his sidekick has been has been abusing drugs. Oh, yeah. there was actually such a famous comic.
1: Not I think she was in… He. Yeah. He, 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 he. She or he? he? He, he,
0: he,
1: he. I know that… Speedy? The, Speedy was a boy and then there was a girl version. But I know the girl version was was positive for AIDS because she did drugs or wow. something like that.
0: Green Arrow had a tough time, man. Yeah, yeah. man.
1: All the sidekicks all were problematic. But no, no. Even like the the second Robin… You know how he was Uh, murdered? He was murdered quite violently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He was hit in the head.
0: Jason Todd, Jason Todd.
1: Jason Todd was hit in the head with a crowbar. No,
0: so what happened was... uh, Dick Grayson graduated, became Nightwing. Yeah. Then um, Jason Todd became the new Robin. Yeah. And he was always meant to be like this... The rebellious kind of Robin. Yeah. But then what happened was... People just didn't like him as Robin. And so the comic writers... Put like a kind of compete like a, I don't know whether it's like the they had two options either Robin so Robin is kidnapped by Joker mm.
2: then he
0: can either live or die mm. and so the the readers chose for Robin to die yes. and so then they but got the Joker death to the violent yeah, it, it was, was so, violent. I w- when
1: I was reading I was like oh my god really? <laughs> okay
0: so I have a question I want to ask you it yeah. might be one of our last questions uh, but I, I
1: um, yes, I would marry
0: Batman. Would you leave Atif for Batman? No, I No, actually, but my question is about Atif though. Do you think the way you love Atif has changed?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: In like, uh, what way?
1: In what way? Yeah.
0: Can you describe it? I'm always curious about this
1: because you're not married right
0: yeah 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 probably never will at this point
1: <laughs> don't say that like guys russian single okay he's very nice he, he has a good job if you guys are interested please call 01 <laughs> so um i think when before we were dating we used to do a lot of things to like make each other like extra happy I don't know why people who date do that. Maybe they're like in some kind of cloud and they think, oh, you know, this is just a one-time thing. They're not going to think of anything of me. And because of that, before we got married, we used to have this idea of what we, each of us were. And then when we got married, we got comfortable. And then, you know, we had, we were forced, we were like projected into this adult world where nobody prepared us for like, what we had to pay bills wait, what? My salary is, this month is not enough for me to even go to the movies, you know, that kind of thing. These were like really like big or, you know, things like, what? our One of our in-laws is sick and we have to take care of them, you know, that kind of thing. Like these are really big, big things that nobody taught us what how to how to handle, right? And that's where you are forced to change, right? You're forced to let go of a lot of things where… So, uh, like you, are forced to let go a lot of the characteristics, a lot of aspects of yourself that you didn't think was important, but your partner liked, and vice versa,
2: right?
1: Right? And you eventually become married putri. Married putri, maybe will maybe isn't as fun as the as the dating putri. Mar- uh, married putri isn't, uh, doesn't have as much time to cook or to bake. Uh, as much as dating Butri did, you know? And maybe, maybe... And I didn't know this. I, fun fact, this is, like, this is what actually happened. Um, I didn't know Atif enjoyed it when I baked for him. I didn't know that, right. that those were the things that he actually really liked about me. And when we started, you know, having arguments and when we communicate and when I found out like, you know, oh, you... You actually missed that. So like you you're having
0: you're having a massive fight, and Atif just suddenly shouts out, "You stop baking for me!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go like that. It didn't go. It went like more like, "Oh, you're you're always focused on Ezra. You're always focused on your right, job, and you right. you don't give attention to me anymore." Right. You used and
0: to, that's such a, a it's such, such a
1: big a, thing. And yeah, when, yeah. when I heard that, I go like. Oh, I'm so sorry. I really didn't know. Noti- I personally didn't notice right. all that, you know. And like, from in my head, I was just being a responsible adult. Yeah. I had I had to do work. You know, I had to take care of my son. I forgot that. Oh, and I thought I was. I thought I was still being the nanny, Eleni that he liked. But, you know, those are the little, little things that he missed out. Yeah. He he misses, you know. And and yeah, so that's so. Those are the things that you kind of get when you.
0: That's cool. Uh, and, I mean, it's and it's so important that like. Y'all recognize that neither one of you is wrong for feeling the way you felt. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't wrong for feeling that and you also didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's just something that okay, like you, you recognize and then you move work on it and move forward. Yeah.
1: Or? But you need to have these conversations. Definitely. Like it, it, so my like my tip when you get married, always talk. Hmm. Always, always talk. Because mm-hmm. because after marriage, everything just changes.
0: I don't know though. I feel like I'm an over-talker. I feel like I need to learn how to under-talk. If that makes sense. You need sense. to
1: listen more? I is that, is so, that yeah. the, the feedback you've been getting yeah, from I women?
0: Think so. No, not really. Uh, I just... I give myself feedback. You know? And I just think ha- like...
1: Yeah.
0: I think I need to just like listen a little bit more. Man.
1: Do you think you're too busy for women?
0: To, to date? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Why
1: la? I got no time. But what, can, no, honestly, can I understand? Because like, you're not the, the first man to tell me this. But like, why... Do you think that
0: you'll never get married? I think I mean I okay I said it jokingly but all but genuinely I just feel I'm really really busy I'm not meeting anyone, you know. So it's I've I I think I'm almost. The only way I see it happening is a girl randomly comes into my life and then she like she has to pursue me. <laughs> she has to be like I like you and I'm going <laughs> and I'm going to court you. <laughs> I don't have time to like you know like. But then wouldn't you
1: like be like those women that you talked about like wouldn't you wouldn't you be lonely one day
0: so like the thing about me is and I think this is also a bit of a problem. I'm really okay being by myself.
1: you say this now
0: no, I really that's am what though. all
1: my friends said five uh, six years ago that's what all of them said
0: no, because I think I'm different because um when I was younger, mm. I always wanted to find love, like I've always been a person that wanted to be in love. Oh. Always. Aww. From a young age. And that's, I've, that's why I've always, always, always been a monogamous person. I've never had in my mind like, I want to just date hundred 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 girls. Not to say that I could, but I'm just saying it never crossed my mind lah. Okay. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but then you kind of grow up and then suddenly you realize, oh, I'm a different person now. Things have happened. I've learned and experienced new things. And I said, oh, it's nice not wanting to do those things anymore as well. It's nice. It's kind of like I'm learning new things about myself. So maybe you're right. Maybe like 10 years around, down the road, I'm going to be lonely. But right now, I'm okay. I'm enjoying myself. I used to have a lot... I'm really, really like... not. I don't go through a lot of things that guys go through. Like when I talk to my guy friends. I go through a lot of things that girls go through, to be honest. So sometimes I find it easier. to... You want to freeze
1: your eggs?
0: Maybe I should. Maybe (laughs) I should freeze my sperm. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? But um, yeah, like I I just feel like... uh, Yeah, I've always, you know, wanted to be in relationships. And now I'm kind of like... And I used to have this thing where I thought I would get married by twenty-seven. To be honest,
1: really, you had that in your mind. I had
0: it in my mind because my dad got married in twenty-seven. By twenty-seven, so I always had it in my mind. And then it, you pass it, and then all those like expectations you had, you also let go, and it becomes a little bit freeing in that sense because all that while you've been like, oh shit, I'm coming, I'm coming to twenty-seven, I'm coming to twenty-seven, I'm coming to twenty-seven. Then you pass twenty-seven, and you're like, oh, I passed twenty-seven. Okay, what's next, right? And now you kind of like have to set new goals. And- but
1: you're open to dating.
0: Yeah, 100%. But that girl has... Look, ladies. If you want me, you have to fight for me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this
1: is not a good start, guys. This is really not a good start. I,
0: I, I expect roses. I expect a letter. I need you to spell it out directly for me. I like chocolates. Uh, I don't mind chocolates. Uh.
1: <laughs> do you want feedback? <laughs> do, you want, I, do you want feedback from a woman?
0: Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly... That's another thing I've realized that I think like... In the past... I don't know why I'm talking about all this now. But anyway...
1: But you've dated before.
0: I've dated before... And I realised I was so hard on myself. I realised I was so hard on myself... And I realised that... I always thought that I wasn't good enough. And I feel like... And so I'm really committed now. And that's another thing. I've become... Oddly enough as I grow older... I've become more strict about the girls I date. I will not date... I will not. And Mm. this already happened.
2: Mm. I I will not. not
0: date a girl... Who I feel doesn't see my value... If I have to go bend over backwards to show you that I'm a good enough partner for you, no thank you. Go, go with your merry way. Enjoy your life. So, I think I have had to learn to like sort of put myself first. La. Because I really am a person and it's not a good thing that really thinks about the other person. It's really annoying. It's really not a good thing. So, I have just learned to be more selfish. I'm trying to be more selfish. That's
1: good. That's really good.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've had like an Oprah session. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a little Oprah session. Here. No, but
1: that's really good that like you self-reflected and you realize your weakness. And at least, yeah. you know, the next woman comes. Women X. We yeah. don't know who that is. But yeah.
0: Because I, I fell in love with someone mm. who I put on a pedestal. Mm.
1: Oh, you cannot lie. Every No.
0: And she also uh, was immature. And mm. it was the worst combination. Mm. It was a, the worst combination. So, I've learned... So, I can't control whether you're going to be mature or not. Yeah. That's with, outside the locus of my control. Yeah. What I can control is my perception of myself. And it.
1: what affects you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like...
0: So, I've learned to like... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to value myself more. Lah. That's all I can do.
1: Would you date somebody who owe, who will earn more... Who <laughs> earns more
0: than you? Yeah. I think I'm fine with it. Yeah. But I will not date someone who is disrespectful to me. Lah. Of course
1: not. Like if someone
0: puts me down for, for yeah, earning no, less... Or, forget it. No. Yeah. Real, no. 100%. Good but for you, Roshan. Good for yeah, you.
1: You Know fun. what you want.
0: But but I'm also egoistical. Don't get me wrong, You know, I am egoistic, Egoistical, and I think you need a little bit of ego, lah. If not, you become sort of a weak kind of. You don't want a half-hearted man, Right? You want a man who like believes. Maybe you you
1: maybe what the word is not ego is confidence.
0: Yeah, you want yeah definitely you want a man who's a bit confident. Yeah. You want a man who believes in things, a bit passionate, but is
1: also able to. Bow down and go. Look, I, I, you're right. I was wrong.
0: See, I think that's the thing. I think the right word for all of it is someone who's really mature, because mature yeah. people can navigate all these yeah, different yeah. things, right? Yeah. They will know when they become prideful. Then maybe too prideful, and you have to bring it down a little bit. You know, it's it's just a mix of all these different things. So mature is the best word. Um, it was really really nice talking to you. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I
1: think that's all. Yeah. Is Good luck. Atif is probably here. I don't. He he doesn't have a phone right now because he just. He just... Oh he, no, he, just,
0: he, he might be outside.
1: Yeah, he just subscribed to Cellcom
0: today. That's great. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed this conversation.
1: Me too. And I really hope you find the woman of your dreams. 2021. 2021 is I don't your want, year. I
0: don't want to find a woman of my dreams. Huh? Because dreams become nightmares. I just want to find a okay. good woman.
1: May Allah grant you a woman that's good for you. Amen. Amen. That's great. Amen.
0: I think that's a good way to end. Um, Just a special... Uh, Shout out to all the listeners. Thank you for riding with us up to 2021. Um, If you have not already, please follow our social media. Subscribe on YouTube uh, and all that jazz. And we really appreciate you. Please do stay... What do we always say? Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay safe, stay healthy and stay good.
1: Kita Jaga Kita. Hashtag. Kita Jaga Kita.
0: (laughs) We are done.